Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Lost Talk Radio. interview. We are waiting for our customizer to call in. We will be we are lucky enough to have with us today a customizer that I'm sure we all know and love, Enchantress 41580. And uh, I'm just getting a Facebook message from Enchantress right now. I believe this is Hello. her. Hi. Hello. Is this the lovely enchantress? Yes, it is. Yay! <laughs> All right. So, thank you very much for joining us today. Not a problem. It is We're, very exciting to have you on the show. I am very excited to be on the show. And let me sift through my Facebook here. Okay. All right, I have sent you a link. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Yes, so for those of you listening in live, I am at my laptop 
with my new iPhone, and I am multitasking to make sure that I can get everybody all the information they need and uh, all that sort of thing. And uh, (laughs) so, yes, but I have posted several links um, on, on my personal Facebook account. Um, let me just go to our official Facebook page. And for those of you who are listening in, you may be wondering where the heck is the chat room? And the answer to that is I don't pull up the chat room for customizer interviews. And the reason why that is is because we have problems with people trolling the chat rooms during the best of times, and I certainly don't want our guests to be trolled. So, <laughs> Oh, troll away. So, <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> well, yes. The problem is is we're used to it, too. So while everybody will just have to listen in like good little ponies and uh, leave your comments on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash my.l.talk, question mark, F-R-E-F. Equal sign T-S. <laughs> All right. mouthful. It is. So, so I'm just, just getting ready to put it up on my Instagram. Gotcha. Oh, sorry about that. I was having like, I don't know, about five different people um, messaging me when, <laughs> when the show came on. So, yeah, so no anyways, no how have you been? Oh, I've been pretty good. You know, we've been watching Melody grow. We've been passing around the cold, the same cold virus between everybody for the last month or so. You know. Oh. Fun. Wait till she's in preschool. Oh yeah, that'll be another exciting time. Assuming I remember we can, um, that we can oh, that, that I like and I can afford. She may end up just being homeschooled and going to uh, different social events like book babies and stuff for socialization time. Yeah, I um. I completely lost track of what I was thinking. Um, gosh, don't you hate it when you have, like, um, you're thinking about something and... Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I was um, when I was doing my student teaching um, in preschools, I always, always got sick. It was horrible. And I'd only go for, like, a couple days out of the week and then every time and come home sick. Yeah, but I think our bodies, we passed around the same bug enough times that our body finally got used to it, 
Because right, I think we've leveled out. Oh, that's good. Fred's still talking a little bit. The baby's still sneezing a little bit. I'm still a little bit stuffy, but other than that, no one is feverish or oozing mucus or anything anymore, so... Well, um, I don't know if Summer is going to be joining us today, but I will see if I can poke her and find out. She better. She doesn't want to say hi to me. I see how it is. Melody, what you doing? Well, I sent her a message asking if she will be joining us. Right now, Baby Pony is practicing standing and falling without getting hurt. You know, all those important ninja baby skills. <laughs> Yep. Ninja baby. Ah. <laughs> Hi, Melody. <laughs> oh, big how's, smile. How's my favorite knuckles? <laughs> how are you doing? She's already saying, Aunt Shannon, don't don't call me Knuckles. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's making the weirdest faces at the phone right now. <laughs> it's really interesting that radio is not television because she's being awful cute. <laughs> You should record her so I can see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's she's not sure what she wants to watch now. The Polar Express is on, of course. So she wants to watch that, but at the same time, you're, you're very interesting too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am very interesting. What is that? Um, Sounds like some kind of cartoon. No, it's the Polar Express. Ah. Score. Hero Boy has just gotten onto the train. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I wish I could say that. (laughs) Is it one of her favorites? Yeah, we've been watching it every day, sometimes multiple times a day since the beginning of November when they started putting it on Netflix. And 
And they took it off Netflix once the holiday season was over, and that was unacceptable. So now we have it on Blu-ray and DVD. And we have the soundtrack for the car. <laughs> yeah. Melody's fairly certain that the kids in this are real. And it's really cute. Sometimes she'll crawl up to the TV. And she bangs on the TV. Yeah, trying to get to the kids. <laughs> she likes to know it all kid the best, though. Oh, I'm sure. Like <laughs> he looks like Daddy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, Melody, are you excited to have Enchantress as our customizer today? She stuck her thumb in her mouth and looked shy. <laughs> well, I know I am excited to have you on. We haven't had you on the sh- on the on the show in a while. Oh, I know. I haven't been. Very social lately, but it's been a long winter. It has. It's actually, although right now, a really sunny, beautiful, cold day out. Yeah, it's pretty cold out here. Well, to start off our interview, do you have a DeviantArt or Tumblr or some place that you keep all the pictures of your custom? Um, I have an Instagram. It's um, at RetroDollsUS. And I do have a deviant art. It's um Enchantress four fifteen eighty. Um but I have not updated for a little while, so okay. I need and to we will use, need to get working on that. Maybe. We will use Instagram then today. So we will be at Instagram dot com slash retro dolls US. And you will know you're at the right place when you see a picture of the lovely Enchantress. Uh, 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 no, I'm plugging the laptop. It doesn't really have a working <laughs> battery in And you will see a slideshow of her many, many collectibles and customs. I'm looking at right now a beautiful yellow pony with blue hair and blue rose. Oh, thank you. Um, Yeah, she's my latest one. Um, You'll see, like, a bunch of my toy collection and um, the different customs I do. I do, like, um, the ponies, of course, and I do action figures like zombies and um, fish toys. (laughs) Uh, Fish is a band, a very good band. And uh, there's this... um, 
a thing where the drummer once wore this, I don't know, like a muumu type thing, dress, that had, um, it was navy blue with uh, red circles on it, and, like, it just kind of took off, like, he started wearing it pretty much every show, and all the fans love it, so they have a bunch of things that are made with uh, the Fishman, his name is John Fishman, with the Fishman circles on it, so I've been doing, or they're called donuts, and um, I've been making fish customs, so the fans seem to like it. Nice. Yeah, it looks like you have, in addition to being a customizer, you have quite a collection of 80s toys. I'm seeing a charm tin here, um, the potato kids. Um, and, oh, my gosh, now did you make the Fluttershy Dalek or did you purchase that from someone? Did I make the what? The Fluttershy Dalek. Oh, no, that was at the My Little Pony Fair um, that I went to this past summer. Gotcha. That is kind of awesome. <laughs> I'm tr- my friend is trying to reconcile Fluttershy and something that ultimately wants to destroy everything that isn't of sorrow. <laughs> It was it was a lot of fun, um, and some of the pictures are from the TrotCon because I I did a um, I was a panelist on custom making with um, Rev Ruby, and we went out there. That was in Columbus. Um, the fair. Are you there? Yes. Oh, it sounded like you cut out on me. The fair was in um, Indiana, Indianapolis which I'll be going again this year in Tennessee, which I'm pretty excited about. All right. I am going to pull up your deviant art just for good measure. I think it's got, like, a picture of um, SOPA when that all that was going around on my main page and probably a picture of my bride pony. If I can remember correctly. It's been a while since I've updated. It's been like probably a year or two because I lost my password, so I haven't been able to get on there. So if if anybody had messaged me and I didn't, you know, respond, I apologize. They can get a hold of me through the Retro Dolls website, which is another place on Facebook you can get a hold of me. Mm. Yeah, and I did want to say I took a look at the new retro, the the way Retro Dolls website looks now because I haven't really had to order hair in a while, so mm-hmm. I, I missed a big chunk of it. Uh, how it looks, and it is beautiful. Thank you. I'm still in the process of um, fixing it and adding, like, pre-order buttons and all that and fixing the the pictures so they're all the same size and everything. But it's been taking me forever to do because the Weebly website or whatever it is, um, just it's like one of those drop-and-drag things and you put in the HTML codes 
and everything, but it takes like five minutes to to just change one thing. And, you know, like I have, I do have other um, colors of saran hair, but I haven't even gotten to that page yet. I'm still working on nylon and, and um, the special effects hair and polypropylene and stuff like that um, and the Kinecolon page. And we're getting about 13 new colors, hopefully, for nylon, hopefully this weekend. I'm thinking the UK is getting them, and it'll be up for pre-order, which I'm going to be eventually having all the colors at my site. It's just a matter of time. Yes. I'm I'm excited to get some of the, the colors that I, I placed in order with you, and I'm excited and looking forward to getting those. They're gorgeous. I just I got them in on mm, Friday, I think it was. And um, we got in Sugar Mouse, Orchid, which has already completely sold out. And um, what's it? Pineapple, Orchid, Sugar Mouse, and Castaway. And so they're really gorgeous colors. And I've got uh, Blue Steel coming in, which is like a, a brilliant color, I guess you could say. Kind of you know, along the same lines as, like, um, Starlight and Moonlight and Sunshine, or, you know, those other ones. Yes. Brilliant Pussycat, those kind of colors. So Blue Steel's one like that, I believe. I know Blue Glacier is. Um, but we're getting Blue Steel, and we're getting one called Razzmatazz, which is, like, a fuchsia-type magenta color. <laughs> it's really pretty. And that is, there are so many colors that I want to order. And I'm thinking that once we get my our, our tax return this year, I may have to put in a huge order with you. So be ready for that one. We're actually getting money back this year. It's nice. Awesome. Exciting. Yep, I'm going to get um, a proper paintbrush and, and, or airbrush, you know, because the one that, my, that, that, that I was given for my birthday several years ago, it just hasn't been working out. It only has one tip, and there's no way to order any other tips for it, and that's just not useful. Well, you said airbrush or yeah. just brush brush. My airbrush, airbrush, I do I do have an airbrush um I haven't used for a couple of years. Um I originally bought um just like a nail art brush off of eBay for like 200 bucks and um it was really really crappy um the airbrush itself the com- the compressor is fine and I've kept that but um the airbrush just kind of petered out on me and so um, um my boyfriend at the time bought me like one of the really nice I think it's a Pache oh it was really expensive airbrushes and um the only problem is is the hose doesn't connect to the compressor. So um 
I have to I have to get a, a hose that will work because otherwise I'm just stuck with a compressor and an airbrush and can't use either of them. Yep. Now, um, I don't want to spend too much time talking about airbrushes because that's not actually, you know, really <laughs> why we're here. But to mention to people that if you go to the nylon hair section of the the website at um, Retro Dolls US, mm-hmm. which is retrodollsus.weebly.com. Or they can cut out the Weebly and just do RetroDollsUS.com, and it'll take you right there. Yeah. There are (laughs) three ways to donate money to RetroDolls, one's for five, one's for ten, and one's for 25, to help get the inventory in stock more quickly. And it looks like it can be done with PayPal. Yes, so, yes, you can do it all with PayPal. You can do it with uh, Bill Me Later um, for any of our products and um, credit cards, I believe. And if you're really in a bind and you don't have any of those things, just message me and I, you know, I'll take a money order. I don't do personal checks, but I'll take money orders. Awesome. But, yeah, thank you for mentioning that. (laughs) Yes. So, in addition to being a provider of beautiful hair, um, you've customized both My Little Pony and Monster High Dolls. Mm -hmm. Uh, What was Pony that you customized? Do you remember? The first Pony I customized? Mm, I did. I actually got one of those all white ones, the blanks, um, G3, and I turned it into a Roxy from the Misfits, from the cartoon gem. Ah, and I see it here on the DeviantArt page. <laughs> yeah, so I... Um, it. I got ambitious with that one because I, I... Well, actually, see, I started out... Back in 2003-ish, my fiancé at the time, he was a toy customizer, and I could sew, so he would make me make him costumes for all his Mego action figures and everything. And then when he got cancer and went into the hospital, um, I would stay the night with him all night in the hospital, and I'd bring... um, fabric, and I'd make doll clothes for uh, Tyler Wentworth dolls and Jean Marshall dolls, which they're about 16 uh, inches tall. They're bigger than the gem dolls, and they're pretty... uh, Like, if you ever saw the customizer Noel Cruz, he does all the famous people dolls, like the ones that look like Angelina Jolie and Johnny Depp and all that. Well, I made the clothes for them. And then I kind of quit after uh, Derek passed away. And then um, 
several years later, around, I don't know, I think it was end of 2009-ish, um, I was just, I always liked looking at the customs, and, you know, I happened to just, was just looking on eBay, and I thought, you know what, I think I'm going to give that a try again, because I had tried rehairing a Barbie doll, and I didn't know anything about rerouting tools, and I didn't know how, I didn't have any tutorials to go off of, um, and I had tried to reroute this doll, and I hated it. And I'm like, you know what, I think I'm going to give it another try again. I found some great tutorials on um, the MLP Arena, and it was really easy and really simple, and I just I loved doing it. And um, I didn't have any trouble selling any of them. Um, so, like, I don't know, most people will wait after a few customs to put them up for sale. I just put them right up for sale. <laughs> and I didn't have any problems with it, and so I kept doing it, and um, I, I've just loved doing it ever since. That is awesome. So are you are you still on the MLP arena, and are you on any other um, forums or message boards for My Little Ponies or dolls? Um, yeah, I'm on the arena and the trading post. Um, I'm under the same thing as I am for my deviant uh, art, and um, um, that's Enchantress four fifteen eighty. So you can find me on those, and I'm under I'm on Tumblr under Retro Dolls US and Flickr under Retro Dolls US, and pretty much any Facebook groups, um, you'll see me as Shannon Andrews, which is my name, mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously. You gotcha. So, yeah, I'm pretty much on every single media, um, social media site there is. I'm on Twitter, but I rarely use it. So where would you say you're most active? Facebook, for sure. Facebook and Instagram. Um, Especially, I do a lot, well, I do a lot of my business for the hair part um, through Facebook. Because, you know, I have a lot of friends who are customizers as well. And I have my, my Facebook business page on there, too. And it seems like pretty much everybody uses Facebook. Um... So you'll see me on there. Like I'll be, I I'll post uh, some of my customs. Like there's the MLP Arena group on Facebook. Um, there's customs by all, custom ponies for sale, all things pony. Yeah, you know I'm I'm a member of multiple groups on there. I'm um, <laughs> yes, Melody. I'm on those. Um, I joined one called Brony Artists. Um, I'm on several Monster High ones, so yeah, I'm I'm pretty active on Facebook. And I any any time I have a new customer or something, I'll post on the groups and I'll post them on my Instagram because I'm on my cell phone a lot too. But I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. <laughs> I think she's excited because there's a pony coming in the mail with your hair, too. 
It's the blue one with the uh, snowflakes all over it. Oh, yay! I love blue and snowflakes and stuff. <laughs> and crystally things and shiny things and blue. I love blue. My favorite color. Oh, she's shiny. It's just it's a metallic paint, so... Ooh, nice. Actually, I think I got I got that pony. I think it was airbrushed by um, CSA Colorscape. Is it Colorscape artist? Yeah. Yeah. Colorscape mm-hmm. art. Something like yeah. Her. I yeah. Think she is. She's awesome. Yeah, she, she is she awesome. Does. Um, she sent me like a whole bunch of baits that she had. Um, I bought off of her that were already. Um, full body ray paints and airbrush and stuff. And so um, I just added the hair and painted on her, and there you have it. <laughs> Ooh, well, I look forward to seeing it. Yep, I, I hope you like her. And I'm still I'm sewing on, on the dress of that your one pony, and it will get done. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, so you'll be getting her and you'll be getting Jem, and I'm working on an Egyptian one for you, too. Ooh! I feel very, very lucky. (laughs) Well, I don't think you have that many by me. I think you've got, what, two, maybe. Well, I've got... Okay, let me see. me well she's distracted with the tv let's see i have a baby moon dancer by you mm-hmm. for sure and um that's a lucky that's a panther child another panther child Lucky, lucky, Akella, Akella, Akella. Um, that's an Okami. That's mine. Akella. Another lucky. I think I might only have one. I swear you have another one. Maybe you don't. Hmm. Okay. You tagged me in a picture somewhere. Kala, Calico Star, Calico Star, Kala. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Those red rubies. Kala, Kala. Rugna. You've got a lot of customs there. <laughs> I know. I think both of these baby moon dancers, the black one and the purple one, are both lucky. Yeah, not for me. Well, maybe it was only the one moon dancer. Steffi. There's... <sighs> 
I can't keep track of where they all go. Asakawa. I've done. I've only seen, only seen the one with the super curly hair that was the baby moon dancer. Yeah, I just rehaired her and gave her curly, poofy hair and um, a diamond necklace. <laughs> but okay, I love it. Good, good. I've done like over. I want to say I've done over a hundred ponies or customs. Well, I know you've done quite a few. Um, you've done some early, uh, some early ones that I really like. You did a, fi- a baby firefly pony, and it looks like you used a different type of product for the hair. Yes, I used fun yarn for that. Well, so then it's safe to say that even though you are currently a provider of, like, the traditional hair mediums like nylon and sarin and polypropylene, that Mm -hmm. you are also willing to use other cool materials for hair if it suits your custom. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. I mean, before I started selling, I mean, I did customs before I started selling hair. So, you know, I used... Um, Restore Doll, My Little Customs, Dolly Hair. Um, but I, I use yarn. I'll use um, yarn for, like, Powerpuff-type ponies. And um, I used fun yarn because it's fun. <laughs> um, I don't think... I'm trying to think of what else I've done. Uh, I sculpt hair. I'm not... I'm still not crazy about my sculpting work, but... It's getting there. Uh, right now, I'm working on a um, a G4 Peacock and a G4 Kieran. So those will be sculpted with. Oh yeah, I use mohair, but you know I sell mohair too. Ah, yeah. And I'm hearing on the sculpted hair. I am still trying to perfect sculpted hair. I've been trying to do hair on this. Uh, G3.5 Snuggle Custom that I've been working mm-hmm. on for too long, but I just can't get her hair right. Hmm. Yeah, I, I haven't sculpted too much hair, like, um, that I can think of. I can only think of, like, one that I sculpted hair on, and it was a McDonald's Luna, and it looked absolutely horrible. But, um... Yeah, it's yeah. Oh yeah, you do own another one. You you own the baby um the blue and white baby pony with a with my moonbeam thermal hair. Unless you give it away. <laughs> no, I've never given away any of my customs. Well, then okay, you have so that well. one. It was a BBE, and her eyes have been sculpted over. Oh, I remember. That's right. You won a you won a contest on my um yeah for retro dolls. Yeah, I knew you had, had another her, one. <laughs> I had her hanging out with my other baby ponies. Oh, okay. But yeah, she is absolutely gorgeous and. You can't even tell that she was like one of those creepy Betty by Eye dolls. Well, I, somebody gave her to me, um, and her eyes were already 
sculpt it over. So, yeah, I have no idea what to do with those, like, custom-wise. Like, um, Amber Jewel did a gorgeous, I think it was like a baby dragon or something with one. And you cannot tell that it was a BBB, or a BBB, yeah, Betty Pie Eye at all. But, um, which I love because they're so creepy looking. And, you know, you know me, I love the babies. Um, They're my favorites. Um, But I hate those. I think the only one that I actually like out of those is the green unicorn one. I can't remember her name. Yeah. Her name is Frosty. I have her. She's the only one I like, too. And I don't know what happened with Frosty that made her so much better than all the other ones, but she is. I think it's, I love, I love the green color, and I think that's it. I think it's the green color that, that made me like her. So I'm looking through some of your pictures, and it's clear that you don't just stick with one generation. It looks like you started with the mostly G1s, but you've also done a styling size G three point five. Mhm. Which looks like it took forever. Those things are huge. Um. Well, not really, because I didn't rehair her. Um. I couldn't. I can't figure out how to get their heads off. So, I didn't mess with rehairing her. I just like put it up in a bun, and um, painted her eyes and gave her lipstick and. Yeah, you can definitely tell my early ponies because most of them have lipstick. <laughs> well, at least the baby Wonder Woman pony has lipstick. Yeah, she does. That is adorable. <laughs> Thank you. There's there's several of them that I'm not crazy about, but I did like the Wonder Woman ones. I like the Baby Cat Woman one. Yeah, the kiss ones are pretty cool, or the kiss one. Uh, I'm not crazy about those, but... Have you ever considered, um, like, going back and revisiting those designs later and uh, doing an updated version? Um, Some of them, yeah. I've done, like, doubles of a few of them, like... um, the Draculaura one, I just did a new one of her um, for a commission. I really don't like to do copies um, just because it kind of bores me. And, you know, I've done it once. It's, it's kind of not fair to call it a one-of-a-kind pony if you make more than one. Um, but, yeah, I've kind of thought of, like, maybe doing them in a different generation or or something like that. I might... I'm looking into doing um, a pink G4 Pac-Man pony like I did. Um, I did one of a G3, and I thought she was pretty cute. So I'll do her in a G4. You did, you did a really hmm? beautiful um, You did a really beautiful grown-up Wonder Woman using a sweetheart sister pose. Oh, no, uh, the bride pony? Yeah. Yeah, I used a bride for that one, and that's one that's one of my favorite poses. I did uh, Harley Quinn in, in that pose, too. I just think they look so elegant. 
So they're they're my favorite out of the G ones. I the tend to like do those. For G ones, yeah. Um, I tend to do brides or babies. And then um, G threes, I like pretty much them. I I like them all, except for like the core seven. Um, I think that's what they're called. The really one, the ones with the really freaking hard heads. I I can't stand those. Oh yeah, the core pose. Yeah, hate those. Now it looks like that you've also thought outside the box by making customs using fakie ponies as well. Mm, I've used a couple fakies. I've used um, the DG baby ones. I've done Lenard ponies. Um, I can't think of any other ones that I might have used. I'm looking at the yin pony. That's the Lenard one, yeah. I actually did that one um, when Hurricane, I want to say Hurricane Katrina hit. Or, no, no, the tsunami in, in Japan. And I um, oh, gave I gave all the proceeds uh, for that one um, to the charity. And I did that also with um, the G1 Love P- Pony. It's like a red one with purple hair and it's got um, kanji on the side that says love. And then yeah. I think the Wonder Woman and Catwoman, I did part of the proceeds on those to the American Cancer Society um, in memory of, of my fiancé who passed away. Um, so, because he loved all kinds of superheroes. So it was kind of like my little nod to him. That's wonderful. And it's really it's really great that, you know, you've you've done work for charity because, you know, not everybody takes the time to do a piece for the sake mm-hmm. of helping, you know, a charity. Right. So that's really Well, I've been kind of considering um doing a, a G4 here pretty soon for um, the little boy, Michael, um, who had who had tried to kill himself. He was a, a brony and um, tried to hang himself because uh, the kids, I guess, at school were picking on him, calling him gay. And um, I don't know the details of, like, how how bad it was, but I mean, evidently it was pretty bad enough for him to try and take his own life. So there, um, I haven't seen any updates recently um, because his mom posts on his Facebook page, but I know they they had, last time I checked, raised like around $20,000, which if anybody could like donate to that cause, um, I think if you look under the hashtag Mighty Michael, you'll find information about it, like on Twitter and, and Facebook and, and Instagram, I think. Um, but it's a really good cause. If, if you customize and you want to, you know, put that up on eBay or something and give the funds funds to his family, I know that it would be 
greatly appreciated um, because it, I don't know how how much progress he's made, but probably I'm guessing he's probably going to need um, some sort of health care probably for the rest of his life, uh, which is really sad and and it's going to be quite costly for his family. So, you know, I think every little bit helps. And that that is a really, that is a cause that I really think is a good one. And I may try and come up with a design and make a pony well, for it, too. Yeah, I know he has his own, with somebody's made a persona, for him, um, which I was also thinking of making making him his own custom pony, sending it to his mom. Um, but yeah, I think that I mean, if if we could get like a group of us customizers together and I don't know, have like a little fundraiser, I think that would be a good thing to do for, because you know it's got to be so stressful for his family. Um, you know, I mean, from from experience dealing with somebody who is termini- terminally ill, the the insurance companies only cover so much, and, and the hospital bills are astronomical. And you get all the doctor visits, the, the hospital bills, the medications, you know, any kind of therapy, physical therapy or, or rehabilitation or whatever. I mean, it really adds up. And then, of course, insurance companies all have a clause saying that they don't cover anything that involves you intentionally doing harm to yourself. Ah, see, I did not know that. Yeah, because at that point, it's not an illness and it's not an accident. And they don't, they're not there to give people money for hurting themselves, so... Right. I don't see how they could fault a little boy. You know, I just don't. I don't think that's right. Well, the insurance companies are for profit, and they, you know, they they don't care if it's a little boy, if it's an old man, if it's, you know. Yeah, that's sad. and pretty much everything that's happening with this kid, as far as health health care needs, is coming out of his family's pocket. Wow. Well, then it is definitely even more important, you know, to for people to reach out and help out. Because yeah, I mean, and when you hear they've raised twenty thousand dollars, it sounds like a lot until you. But consider really, it's that not. That since this is probably completely 100% out of his family's pocket and nothing is being covered by insurance. Right. I mean, I was in the hospital for like three days when I gave birth to my daughter and that cost us like, I don't know, $10,000, most of which was paid for by the insurance company. But yeah. And, and we'll see, our bill... Yeah, our bills were for about two years. I want to say came up to about half a million dollars or more. So I mean, and and you're talking long term care for for something like this, like longer yeah, than two so years for sure. 
Yeah, and I really think that, I don't know, parents need to do more to impress upon their children that certain types of behavior are just not okay. No, You know, even if you don't like another kid, that does not give you the right to harass them till they, you know, and, and, and make them feel bad about themselves. You don't have to like anybody, but that doesn't give you the right exactly. to be a violent little... Mm-hmm. About it. Yeah. And, you know, like, not to, not to get serious or anything, because we try and keep the show light, but in the news there's been a lot about Arizona trying to pass laws and then backlash to those laws, and I don't think people realize how much their children hear and if mommy and daddy think something is yucky and don't like it or don't like certain people, then that is going to leave an impression on their children. And everybody likes to think, oh, they don't know what we're talking about. But that's just simply not true. Mm-hmm. So I think, in the, I think in the midst of all the political talk that, that's been going on recently and just in general that all of us grown-ups need to to think long and hard about how we're expressing our views and who is hearing them. And so well, that's all... That's true, but, like, unfortunately, there's some people who just don't care, you know? And, and as much as you want to stop bullying, there's always going to be... You know, kids are kids, but, I mean, to that extent, that's really, that's that's not good. Yeah. Well, anyway, so, yes, we'll try and <laughs> not get too heavy. We're not even in Ponies After Dark yet. Although <laughs> it is starting to get dark. I'm just turning all the lights on now. That one burns out. Um, yeah, it's dark over here. It's almost nine o'clock for me. So. Yeah, it's just about to hit six p.m. for me. So. It's still kind of light, but not nearly light enough. And now it looks like I'm looking at again. I'm still in your older work. You have. Thirty-five pages of custom ponies on Deviant Art. <laughs> yeah, and they're not. There's still more on my Instagram that I haven't. Yeah. There's probably like a year's worth, you know, that I haven't added. So there's yeah. there's so, quite but a few. Let's get some of some of the older ones. I'm on page thirty-one right now, which is still in some of the older works. And it looks okay. like you have done some work customizing um, Big Brother ponies. And uh, yes, I have. <laughs> those are horrible. Thank you for pointing those out. <laughs> I don't know. I think Braden's pony is kind of cute. Braden's is all right, but the the um the Dragon gray Ball. one with the Dragon Ball Z Tristan's pony, I did not like that at all. Nothing about it I liked. Um, 
it was a commission. Um, they were happy with it, but yeah, that's where I tried to sculpt some hair on, and ugh, that was just horrible. <laughs> now, if it makes you feel any better, Dragon Ball T hair is really hard to do. Any <laughs> anime hair, yeah, is really hard. In fact, I I only know of two, maybe three pony customizers who can do it with any sort of, you know, justice. Right. Yeah, you me know, too. Anime Amy, mm-hmm. uh, Lightning Silver Mana. Yep. Uh, I'm sure there's one I'm forgetting. But keep in mind, I'd only been customizing maybe about three or four months at that point. So I wasn't really familiar with epoxy or any of that. I just kind of slapped it on, and there you go. (laughs) Well, hey, I think it was very brave of you to even attempt to do anime hair. I have... (laughs) done one anime pony and he's not even supposed to be super complicated and I wasn't even planning on doing anime hair but I feel like he really needs it and so I'm going to have to completely pull out all his hair and redo it (laughs) and I have no idea how I'm going to be able to redo it because I have no idea how to make hair defy gravity that way (laughs) so it may you may not feel he's the best pony but I'm just impressed that you even gave it a shot because I have been looking at this custom pony. Um, it's supposed to be Genus from Tales of Symphonia. And I've I've had him sitting on my desk for like two and a half years now. I just keep looking at his hair going, it just doesn't look right. <laughs> so don't, don't think too badly that it didn't turn out like you wanted because... I have had to refuse people who wanted to commission me to do anime ponies, and I have just said, I can't. The person you yeah. want is not... I, I <laughs> can't even begin to fathom how to do the hair in such a way that it'll look right. And his his legs, like, it was supposed to be the boots that the character wore... But it just looks like oh, he's in yeah. cast. <laughs> like he broke his legs or something. <laughs> and he's got walking casts on. <laughs> it's just horrible. Yeah, but you can always look back on that. And whenever you feel like maybe you're, what you're currently doing isn't, you know, what you want it to be, you can look at that one and say, but see how far I've come. Yeah, I use them as, like, I, that's why I keep them up there. That's why I share them with other people because, you know, I get so many new customizers, at, you know, saying, oh, I can't, there's no way I can do this. Like, look at what this person does and what you've done and this and that. And I'm like, well, seriously, go look on my DeviantArt and look at the, the first few customs that I've, I've done. They're They're awful. You know, I mean, everybody starts somewhere, and it takes a lot of time and practice, and, and you get, the longer you do it, and the, the more you work at it, the better you become. I'm still not 
there's, you know, I'm, I still don't think I'm the greatest customizer, but I enjoy doing it, and, you know, I'm still learning as I go. Well, and if you're an artist and you can say, you can say you're still learning, then you're doing something right. That, that's my feelings on it, that um, the, the people who, like, reach a plateau and they, they don't move on from that, that, that's when it's time to hang up your, your paintbrush, you know? Mm-hmm. At least that's what I think. Um, and I mean, I remember my the the first pony I did for a swap. You know, it ha- it was a peacock pony. It had big sculpted wings. My first wings ever, and I was so proud of that pony. And I look back on it now, and I'm like, ah. But. <laughs> Everybody was very supportive. They're like, this is your first sculpted wings? Wow, that looks great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and there's some of my older ones that I actually really still like and enjoy. Well, yeah, I was looking at the Solo Loves Koalas, and that one is awesome. Um, Oh, yeah, that that was one of my favorites. It still is one of my favorites. Yeah, she is just, she's got freckles and a koala and some really great painted bamboo for a cutie mark. She's adorable. My God, she's she's freaking adorable. Thank you. And that's actually the first um, time I actually liked doing the eyes on a pony. Well, and it really shows that you really enjoyed it. Because yeah, it, the eyes always intimidated me. I always had trouble with eyelashes. And um, actually I'm having trouble again right now with eyelashes because I've got a really crappy brush, so I just had to buy some new ones. Um, but, yeah, I mean, eyes intimidated me the most out of all the customizing. And now they're one of my favorite things to do. Well, I think that, that that one was really gorgeous. Um, and you've done so many gorgeous works. Um, Thank you. And and you can see as you go through the pages, like on page 27 of 35, which is, new, you know, the way DeviantArt <laughs> works, you know, it's newest first and oldest last. So we're... Right. Still into older, but you've been doing it a little bit, and you've got a gem pony mm-hmm. where you did her outfit out of fabric, and it is just amazing. You've got this really great pony named Belle that's a corseted pony. Yes, that was actually um, Belle. I used seed beads for her corset, so I glued all the beads on individually. It took forever. Actually, if you look uh, uh, lower on the page, Vampire's Kiss, um, that was all seed beads, too, for her corset. And she was actually another one of my favorites. I don't know why. I just, I really liked um, the light blue eyes with the with the red and um, 
the poofy hair and everything. So she she was fun to do. She was a pain, but she was fun. I like Vampire's Kiss, and for some reason, something about her reminds me of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and I love the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I've I've seen the the movie. I've watched a performance, a, a stage performance, you know, and so I I kind of like that one too. I I agree with you. That one's pretty cool. I think that was the first time I used yarn um, in a perfume puff type style. Yeah, and then, I mean, just going through your mini pages as it's gotten newer and newer, like on uh, page 24, you have Poochie, I thought mm-hmm. I was the only one in the world who remembered Poochie. When you made I her, I love like, oh, Poochie. Huh. Wasn't that from I the actually, cartoons? Yeah, there was a cartoon, and she had some books and everything like that. Um, I did her as a swap for Cat. Um, Chaos, Chaos Cat, I think it Chaos is. Chaos Cat? Yeah, yep. I did her. I did her as a swap, and she did um, a baby December loss, which was um, my persona, one of my pony personas, I guess you could say. I don't know. I feel weird saying that. I just collect like pretty ponies. <laughs> I don't consider myself as those things, but um, yeah. But yeah, I love Poochie. Um, she's always one of my favorites. Well, and you really did a phenomenal job with her. Like, I I can tell right away, even if it didn't say Poochie, I would know it was Poochie. I think, um, well, at first I had taken pictures of her without the sunglasses, but I think the sunglasses really seal it as that's Poochie. Oh. Yeah, and then um, by the time we hit page 20, we've got some G4 ponies. And it looks, yes, like, I... <laughs> it looks like you did uh, a G3 version of Lotus from the mm-hmm. uh, spa where Rarity goes, and you did um, Rainbow Dash as a Wonderbolt, which is awesome. Oh, I hate, I, I don't like that one either. <laughs> I, know, I, I, I think, felt like I, I could have. I think considering how crappy that particular, you used one of the glow, the ones that have the wings that light up and they're jointed, and I never liked, I was not impressed when Hasbro came out with those. Because I didn't yeah, like the jointed in the G2 line. So I, I had, there was no chance of me liking it in the G4s. Yeah, the the aloe and lotus I'm actually making. I made uh, the pink one, <laughs> um, aloe. I've I made her already in G4 form. You can see her on my Instagram. Um, she was a commission, and I'm just finishing up the lotus, and I'm um, 
and that's part of a commission, but I'm going to have um, Vera, and she's like a tan one. Um, she works at the shop, I, evidently, I don't know, I looked her up in the background ponies, and, and she'll be up for sale on eBay. I'm, I've got several up right now on eBay, some mer ponies. Um, one in, in particular that I, I really loved, it's got a golden tail, and um, she's tan with like um, sky blue curly hair. And I've got a wonder a G four Wonder Woman up on eBay and um, the Rainbow Mer Pony. That's a G four. And Orco from He Man. <laughs> oh nice. Yeah, I've got quite a few. So out of all the the hundreds of, of ponies that you've customized, is there one that really stands out in your mind that you really are like, I love this pony, and you go back and look at its picture, or maybe you still have it? Mm. Out of the older ones, I'd probably say um, the Rainbow Dark one. She's on page 18. Um, I did her. She's a persona for Josh's Pony Princess. Um, I really oh. liked how she turned out. And I, agree. I liked she is fantastic. And I liked the Harley Quinn. Um, it's hard for me to pick a favorite because, and you know, I don't keep any of my customs. None of them. I give them away in trades or gifts, or you know, I sell them. Um, but I haven't kept any for myself. I suppose if I were to keep one, if you look on my Instagram, there's a little. Uh, G4 Philly, and she's a white unicorn with um, purple, white, and black hair. And um, she's just got a simple heart on her backside. But I really loved how her eyes came out, and I just, she's just um, something about her I like. So I don't know, maybe if she doesn't sell this time around, I'll keep her for myself. I just, I'm weird about keeping my own stuff. I think it's because I'm so hard on myself. Um, I I liked my strawberry shortcake one. Um, She's on page 13, the G4 strawberry shortcake. She was fun to make. And then probably... On page 11, the goth bell, um, I really liked her dress and, and her her leather corset and her hairstyle that I did. I love on page 14 your G4 cotton candy. Page 14, okay. Oh, yeah, I did a couple of hers. Yeah, she's really cute. And then you also did that great Merv Pony Marina. I I did that as a swap for the Under the Sea swap, um, but I wasn't really crazy about her. I can't remember who I made. I think I made her for Prismatic, but I'm not sure. 
as a customizer, um, do you have a particular type of paint or or hair or prop some some tool or supply that you absolutely can't live without and is in you know just about every custom you've done? Mm. I I'm not really particular on paint. Um, after um, I used to use like Mod Podge for sealing and everything, but n- n- it kind of gets really tacky and sticky. So um, I've started using um, Triple Thick for the eyes, and I just really love that um, how it makes the eyes look more realistic. Uh, Tester's Dull Coat Spray I like because. I will use pastels now on my ponies for shading and um, for blush. And it's really hard to seal that with like a a wet liquid uh, sort of mat or, you know, sealant. So um, the spray I have to have. And uh, probably my rerouting tool (laughs) because I use that on everything. but yeah, I will. I'll, I'll anything that I can take apart and use as a custom, um, or you know, like if I I'll take apart jewelry and use it for their hair, or um, anything I can get my hands on. And um, I I did a competition a while ago um, on the arena called Top Customizer, and I had um, the contestants use um, stuff that that was just in their trash, recyclables and stuff, um, to really show that you don't have to have a lot of money to do customs. Um, You can use pretty much anything around the house. Like, uh, who who was it? Amber Jewel used cut-up pieces of um, plastic, I think from a a bottle or something. And somebody used um, Cadbury candy wrappers to make a peacock tail that was I think that was Saja that did that that was amazing um but yeah you can if if you get crafty enough you can use reuse stuff yeah and I uh, I remember that contest and uh there was just a lot of impressive stuff that came out of that contest that made me think, wow. Mm-hmm. I can't believe, you know, a broken CD, um, candy, and the candy wrappers I remember. Right. Um, I don't know. I think... Uh, uh, <laughs> Assassin Kitty, I'm pretty sure she did for that one. It was the the bag woman from Labyrinth. I think that was oh, the one yeah. she did. She, I think that was for the recyclable one. Um, but that was just amazing. Um, uh, Sarah Lacewing did uh, a steampunk, I think a G4 steampunk that was done out of metals. 
um, pieces of metal. I don't know uh, what it was, but it was beautiful. It was really hard to judge on all the customs that were put out there. Yeah, there was a lot of really beautiful work, and it was it was a, a joy to be able to watch that contest and and follow that thread. It was fun. Um, the only thing was, like, it was on a very short um, time schedule. They, they had a week, I believe, a week to two weeks to get their customs done and in, the pictures in. Um, and, you know, they didn't have to, like, mail the customs or anything. They were free to do whatever they wanted with the customs, you know, once they were made. But um, I think it, the time restraints was really hard for everybody to do. Um, so next time, I'd probably, if I did it again, I'd probably have a little more planning to it. But, you know, I mean, when you're doing that in so many rounds, you know, people get bored or forget about it after, you know, so long. So you kind of have to go a little fast pace with it. Well, and I mean, look at shows like Face Off where people are making, like, huge movie makeups in like four days. Right. You know, it makes it seem like a tremendous amount of time. So, I, 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 I enjoyed it, and of course I, I didn't participate in it. That I don't know what was, remember what was going on. Was that when I was pregnant, or was that before? I think that was before you were pregnant, and I know Sarah Lacewing was pregnant during it, and that's why I think she had to drop out of it because um, the last couple of ones were right around her due due date. So uh, a lot of a lot of people ended up having to drop out of that, which was you know kind of sad and frustrating. But you know I I totally got it. So. Well, you know that 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 happens, but I, I think I think everybody who did participate enjoyed themselves while they were participating in it. Yeah, they all seem to. I hope they did. <laughs> At least I, I've never heard any complaints about it. <laughs> but no. that was a really that was a really awesome contest and. If, if it ever came up again, I, I think I'd like to try participating in it. Well, I think I'd like to do that uh, again someday. Um, probably once I, I have another prize to offer. Um, they got they won hair from Retro Dolls US was a prize. So wow, I say so entirely far too much. <laughs> I've just been noticing that. I'm like, <laughs> maybe somebody could have a drinking game off of this <laughs> this this show tonight. <laughs> Every time Shannon says so, <laughs> take a take a shot. <laughs> a shot of hot chocolate. Oh yes, because you know we're 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 not in ponies after dark yet. <laughs> we are not in ponies after dark yet. But another four so, minutes. 
So any children, you know, don't don't take a shot of anything. <laughs> Drink Kool-Aid or something. <laughs> Gatorade, Capri Sun. Yeah, I, I'm noticing some of your newer work. I'm pretty sure that Pegasus on your uh, Instagram, the purple one with the... Mm. I'm guessing that's mohair. Pegasus with mohair. Oh, yeah, the G3? Yeah. Yeah, she actually sat in my room for about two years. I just now finished her. Um, I want to say two years that she had been, everything was done except for um, her head, like the hair, and her eyeballs. And um, mainly she sat there because when I was putting in, um, that's Aurora Borealis, which I'm now um, no longer having in stock anymore. Um, It was a limited edition. But um, I was rerouting her hair, and my uh, rerouting tool broke off. And cause she's got that really hard head and ticked me off and her head went flying across the room. And so she just kind of sat there <laughs> on a shelf for for a year until I decided I'd fi- finally finish her up. And then I added on the mermaid bubbles, too. Well, I uh, I think she looks really cool. And I hope Thank you. Um, all the people that got to order that particular mohair uh, really enjoyed it because it looks awesome. Thank you. Uh, well, I actually have enough left over probably to do a G4, so if you want it, I'll send it out to you because, you know, I'm I'm not planning on using it anymore. Um, I've, I'm using it on a Kirin, but I will have plenty left over that you could at least get a G4 out of. Oh, awesome, yeah. So if you want it, it's yours. Go ahead and take it. Okay, um, sweet. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, there, I, I'm not, I don't use mohair all that often, and I, I'm really horrible at figuring out how to make a proper tail out of it. So I think if I ever use it in the future, it's probably going to be for, like, a pony or something that doesn't require a tail, like a Kirin or something like that. Dragon. Well, you could always make a proper unicorn, you know, or they just That's have, true. like, yeah. a lion. Nobody ever makes those. I'm going to be making a last unicorn one with that kind of tail, so... I'll be doing one. That that will be awesome to see. I am a huge Last Unicorn fan. It's yeah, my I heard favorite you got movie. the autograph, didn't you? Yes, the I have. I got to meet the author when he came to Portland, and so he. I bought another copy of the book, and he signed that for me. He signed my co- my copy of the Line Between. Nice. I have uh, like this big Blu-ray DVD pack 
and he signed the case and all the discs and all of that. And I got my picture taken with him and my baby holding the uh, the Amalthea doll and Last Unicorn that Simply Steffi made. Oh, that's awesome. So I was Very really cool. excited. And uh, that was like a dream fulfilled, you know, because he made my favorite book. He wrote the screenplay for my favorite movie. It's like long-time hero, and I met him, and he was actually a really genuinely awesome, nice guy. Like, I wish he was my grandpa. Aww. And it's funny, I, I included, I actually included that picture in the Christmas card Fred and I made that we sent to people, like family members and stuff, and Fred's family didn't know who he was and certain members of Fred's family complained how come there's a picture of of Nicole with the baby and her dad but not one of Fred and his (laughs) like as awesome as that would be my dad is a totally different person and and that's the Unfortunately, Peter S. Beagle is not my dad, and I love my dad. My dad is awesome in his own right. He's an, an artist and a a construction worker, and he's, you know, an awesome person. But I wouldn't mind a familial connection between me, to, me and Peter S. Beagle is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a great uncle, perhaps. But... <laughs> But no, he's not actually a, 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 a relative of mine. So Fred's family was getting all mad about them thinking that he was my family, which I find infinitely amusing. That is. I find it cute that they were trying to argue about what was, that it wasn't fair who we had on our Christmas card. <laughs> oh, well. It was mostly some of the older members of Fred's family. You know, my baby's great aunts and uncles and stuff. It wasn't actually any of the grandparents, so. (laughs) Oh, people are silly. Yeah. Well, and hey, it's good to know that even in some of the more normal families, you have some really quirky relatives. Oh, I've got quirky relatives. I think we all do. Yes. It's just, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of my family that's quirky, and so it's nice to know that my nice, normal husband has some quirky relatives, too. Hmm. (laughs) Now, you mentioned that you use a a rerouting tool for uh, Mm -hmm. doing um, re-hairs. Um, do you ever use any other method? Did, did, were you always using a rerouting tool, or did you start off with uh, a needle and thread or some other way to get the hair done? Oh, I started off with a rooting tool. Um, when I started working on dolls uh, just recently, I started using um, the doll needle and doing the knot method. 
um, but that takes forever to do. So I prefer using the the tool. I like to play with tools. <laughs> and how long did it take you to get the hang of using the tool? Was it something you picked up on right away, or did right it away. take you a couple? Right away, actually, um, because um, one of my, uh, uh, I guess you could say competitors, um, my little customs had a tutorial up on it um, when I first started out, and that's how I learned. Um, I have my own tutorial on YouTube, um, but I found it really helpful and informative, and um, I still would recommend that video um, to to people who are just learning how to root hair because it really shows, I mean, it gives you a clear clear view of, of how she wraps the hair around her finger and um, scoop up the hair and goes into the doll. And it, uh, um, I think it did a really good job explaining it. Awesome. So as a customizer, do you think that um, there should be like maybe a book with different tips and tricks on how to do the basics of customizing or do you think that you know it's enough that there's online tutorials out there um i've actually tossed around the idea of doing like an ebook or uh a printable version um and i think people would i think they'd buy it i think it would be nice to have it on hand instead of having to like, oh, what link is this one on and what is this one on? It would be nice to have maybe even just, like, a website that's, you know, completely dedicated to um, custom-making um, tutorials that will show you how to how to do certain types of things. Um, um, yeah, I think that would be helpful. I, I think um, I think there are times when it would be really helpful to have like a paper version of a tutorial because you don't necessarily ne want your desktop or your laptop being exposed to whatever you know right. material you're working with. Right. You know? I think somebody Some should you know come come up with a book. I think that would be beneficial because not everybody knows all the different links and where to look. I, 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 <laughs> it's like a segue music. <laughs> <laughs> the TV is like, and cue the music. <laughs> yeah. Well, what can I say? We're a train family. <laughs> um, I think it helps that the computer animation style that they use for the Polar Express is what, like 100% motion capture for everything. Mm -hmm. So it looks 
even for though it's an older film as far as computer animation goes, it looks really real. So, mm-hmm. so to my baby, those are real people. But, I mean, of course, they are real people. They're just not the real people she thinks they are. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, uh, as a customizer, do you ever experience, like, an artist block where, you know, you go and sit down and you've got everything out in front of you and you just stare at it and you're like, I have no idea what I'm going to do? I just came out of one for the past, oh, about two years. I'd have to say I only did maybe a handful of ponies in the last couple of years. Um, went through a really, really bad bout of depression, and I just had no motivation, no desire to work on anything, um, no joy in it. And I think when, because I, I know, I've, I've had a few of our our friends say, you know, I just, I don't like it anymore, I'm quitting. And I think it's because you do it so much or so often, and you really just kind of sometimes forget what you love about doing it, especially if you're – that's what I've learned about taking commissions. Not that I don't like um, – I love my customers, okay? That's that's not anything to do with it. It's just I think sometimes when you're doing commission after commission after commission, um, you stop doing the things that you want to do, the ideas that you get that get you excited about doing it, and the stress about getting something done so that the person who's paying you to do it likes it. You want them to you want them to love it, you want them to be happy with it. The stress of that and uh, you know, time deadlines. Like I am so far behind on this one huge commission that I've been working on, where it's about I don't know. I want to say about ten ponies and ten dolls that I'm doing. Um, that you oh, know, you geez, feel that's so many. Huh? That's so many. I got roped yeah. into doing six six ponies once and. That was overwhelming. You're doing ten ponies and ten dolls? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, um, I'm goodness. doing, like, the, I well, I don't even know how many. I'm doing two Winx dolls, um, a bunch of Monster High ones that are going to be gem characters and Thundercat characters, and then some Ever After High dolls that are going to be Rainbow Bright characters. And then um, a bunch of G4 ponies. And it's um, it's exciting to do, yet at the same time, you know, I like doing, like, if, if I get something in my head that I want to do, you know, I want to do it right now. But sometimes when I'm worried about them not liking it or, you know, going through a depression and it's, really hard to want to do anything at all that's when it's really hard to do commissions and you know luckily the person the people that I've been doing commissions for 
um, have been extremely patient with me and have been really awesome about it. Um, and so, you know, I mean, I, I've really been fortunate with that. But, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be opening commissions in the future or just kind of taking a break for a while and, and doing my own thing. Um for, you know, for once in a while I'll probably do it, but um, not as, as much as I had been doing it. And I think that when when you get to that point where you're at a block or you're stressed out, that it's important to step away a little bit, maybe work on something else or um, stop for a little while and give yourself a, a little breathing space and, and some room because, honestly, even though it's taken me this long, when I came back to my customs, I started my work as I think that you can tell a definite change um, compared to two years ago, and I think that it's coming out better than it had been. So even though it's taken this long, I think it's um, actually turning out to their benefit because it's coming out better than it would have two years ago. Well, and some of the stuff I'm seeing on your Tumblr is just gorgeous, and it looks like, I don't know, you've had a blossoming of creativity, and I I really think that you're better than ever. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And I hope you're able to recover your password for uh, DeviantArt and uh, load a bunch of stuff up on DeviantArt, too. Yeah, I'll have to look. Because, you know, I had a lot of people who were following me and and friends and everything that I've lost track of and um, I'd like to get back in touch with. But, you know, if, if anybody needs to get a hold of me, you know, they can get a hold of me on Facebook or um, my email address is on my website for Retro Dolls US. And yeah. <laughs> now, do you have any uh, any projects that you're excited about doing in the future? that you're looking forward to done with this commission? Well, actually part of the commission that I'm excited about doing is um, an Ever After High Doll because I haven't done those yet. And I'll be doing a Rainbow Bright and I think I'm going to be doing a a Moon Dreamer doll. Ooh! Um, I love Moon Dreamer. Yeah, I'm not going to do the actual Moon Dreamer 80s doll, but I'm going to be turning an Ever After High doll into a Moon Dreamer. Ooh, which one? Uh, she's pink with pigtails. Blinky. I think so. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Blinky's the one I have. She's uh, She's got pink pigtails, and she came with Ursa. Okay, I think that's the one. Um, I have it written down in my Facebook, in my notes section. I have a private note. 
where I have all my commission information so that I don't, you know, lose it and forget it. But I have, like, notebooks full of ideas um, of different things to do. I think right now working on that Peacock and Kieran, because they're the first ever that I've done, I'm looking forward to seeing how those turn out. Um, I'm really enjoying working on a, a zombie um Incredible Hulk Mego figure. That's that's a lot of fun. I I've got brains on him coming out, and um, he's pretty gory and, and gross. Uh, the the one Batman I did, um, zombie. He was he was pretty uh, he was pretty wicked looking. Uh, and I don't think I'm trying to think of other projects that I'm I've got about like. Aside from my commissions, I've got about, I want to say, 50 works in progress sitting on my desk, um, different, various stages. Uh, I can't think of it. Like, uh, I really can't think of anything. It just, it kind of comes on the spot for me. I'll just... Because I'm very, uh, I have ADD quite a bit, so I have to be working on several different things at once, and I'll jump from project to project to kind of keep me motivated and going, because if I just sit and, and work on just one, it'll never get done. I know how you feel. <laughs> Although my actually my biggest problem as a customizer is I have a fear of finishing things. Oh really? And I think, yeah, I have this, this terrible fear of projects ending. So it'll get to a point and then it'll sit for like two years before I'll finally like do the eye. You know, and it's fifteen. You know, maybe fifteen minutes to do the eyes. You know, but it took me, you know, a year to get around to doing it because I'm afraid of finishing it. I don't know. Well, maybe I'm going to have to get on you and say, did you finish it? Did you finish it? Yep. There's one right now that she she just needs some hair. And I've got one that's an ornament that I need to finish. And I've got several that are just G1 baby ponies that need, like, a couple plugs restored, mm-hmm. you know, because the previous owner, you know, as a child, you know, cut cut the bangs short or whatever. They're all just sitting at, out here staring at me. <laughs> yeah, I have a hard time starting not finishing, but starting, like, you know, I'll just, I know I've got to do it, and it just, it'll sit there until I just kind of get get this burst of energy, and and then I'll, I'll keep working, and, you know, I'll, I'll go for hours, I'll, I'll if I, I, like lately, I've been having really bad bouts of insomnia, where I'm staying up 24 hours straight. And I'll just go into my my uh, computer room where my art, I guess my art craft room, and I will work for 
hours on end and I won't leave the room. I just kind of get into it and forget all sense of time and, and where I am. You know, it sounds crazy, but I really envy that you can do that because with the baby right now, I'm lucky if I get 10 minutes at a time. Oh, I bet. So I... Uh, I, I I envy that that, that you're you have the liberty to uh, you know do that. It's I I I used to be able to do that. I remember. I distinctly remember. But so it you know since you started customizing. What has been the most frustrating part of uh, customizing? Has it been the artist blocks or, uh, you know, something else? Yeah, I think that's the hardest part for me is is the artist block. Um, And it's not so much as a block. It's just, I don't know. It it, It seems like every single artist I know... Is has some kind of health problem or depression problem, or, or they just go through fugues, or just I don't know. It, it's, it's something like is art are artists supposed to be tortured or something? <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it's the depression that really gets me when I'm going through a rough time. Well, I'm glad to hear that, you know, at least for the moment, you're coming out of it and you're you're finding your muse again. You know, that's all we... Me too. That's always a, a, a gratifying and uh, celebra- celebration warranting thing, you know. Break out the bubbly. I can sit down and paint something again. <laughs> You know, and I actually I feel so much better when I am painting and working and doing something creative. Um, I think that's it. Really, is therapeutic. Well, so maybe the moral is the most important time to do something artistic is when you don't feel like it. Pretty much, yeah. Now, you have a birthday coming up next <laughs> month, don't you? Thank you for reminding me of how old I am. Uh, yes, I do. I will be 34 on income tax day. <laughs> I will be 34 on July 13th. You're only I'm older than you. <laughs> only by a couple months. Respect your elders. <laughs> <laughs> so if someone wanted to surprise you for your birthday, what are your favorite colors and what supplies uh. do you need? Oh my gosh. Um hmm. Well, 
my favorite colors. That's a tough one. I, I it kind of changes um, based on my moods. Really, I like them all. I don't like um, pea green. <laughs> I don't like puce. Uh, I guess probably uh, blues and greens, purples. Can never go wrong with pink. Um, probably blues and greens the most. I love the co- the color combination of yellow and pink together. I think that's really pretty. Um, like especially like Love Laura Land has done. A gorgeous. She did a gorgeous. I think it was yellow one with pink roses all over it or something. So that color combination I really like together. Um, and you were doing a show with someone, and you mentioned something, and I was talking to you about it the other day. Um. <laughs> That's not much help, is it? <laughs> was it the insane detail paintbrush? Yes. Yes. That is what it was. Because I'm I'm having trouble with eyelashes again. I think it was because my paint or my paintbrushes are going bad and I haven't gotten any new ones recently. I just ordered some, but I can I'm always looking for better details. Um I do use sometimes on my eyelashes the extra small India ink um, or Faber-Castell, I think that's how you say it, the black. But um, I don't use them so much anymore because they're like four bucks a pen and they run out within like the first two lines that I do. And it's really frustrating. I mean, it's it's just a waste of money. So I, I tend to stick to paint more now. But, uh, yeah, those would be good. But you don't have to get me anything. <laughs> I appreciate oh, well, this thought, though. Just for our listening audience, you know. Well, for anybody in the listening audience, they don't have to get me anything either. But the thought is very much appreciated. Yeah, and uh, so as a customizer, we we have probably about ten minutes left of the live audience. So okay, I always like that at least if we have a live audience that we I get this question in. Um, if you had one bit of advice for beginning customizers out there, what would that key bit of advice? don't give up don't um and and certainly um don't don't base your your work on people who've been doing it for for years um don't don't look at their ponies like if you're going to go look at a dark horse custom and say oh look at her customs there's no way i can ever be that good I mean, you have to remember that she's been she's been doing this for a while, and you know, I don't know if she's got 
um, background in art or what, but, you know, it, it takes time and practice to really hone your gift. So, you know, even if you're not happy with your custom, just keep going at it because you will get better and and you'll learn different techniques and it, it does get better as you go on. Um, so, the, yeah, the biggest thing is, is practice, practice, practice and, and don't give up. That is an excellent bit of advice and Tony Baby thinks it's awesome advice too. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear her right now. Her movie started over again, so. <laughs> she's, she's started jabbering anew. She always talks more through the beginning of the movie. I'm not entirely sure why. I'm not sure if she has commentary on it or... Or what? But. Yes. Is there anything you want to say to Auntie Shannon? Yeah, anything you want to say? <laughs> oh, she, she wants a pony. I'll have to make her one then. Yeah. Because we've got to build up her custom collection too. Yeah, right. Right now she's uh, she's commandeered my G4 McDonald's ponies, the ones that um, have the rings. Oh, okay. For for they were supposed to be like a comb that was also like I don't know a keychain ring, and of mm-hmm. course it fails. Either a keychain ring or a, an effective comb, but she uh, she's taken over those. <laughs> she likes to chew on them. So, and then I got a G3 Fakey from uh, Safeway where her dad works, and uh, she she's teething on that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But it's okay. It's like a fakie. It cost me like two bucks. So, and actually, she's slowly removing its hair. It was a very poorly made fakie. So she's doing me a service. Oh, that's good. And dehairing it for me. Okay, and um. Normally, I have, like, a huge amount of, like, questions in front of me, but my computer is having issues pulling things up right now. So, <laughs> oh, that's totally okay. Just um, I guess... Uh, I guess we should just reiterate that the best way to find out what's going on with Enchantress is to um, friend her on Facebook. She is Shannon Andrews, beautiful, beautiful <laughs> lady. I may or may cur- not add. <laughs> um, you can like my my retro dolls page. 
basically uh, I, I do add people on Facebook, but if you're under 18, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Uh, fair bit of warning that I, you know, it's it's an adult page. There are adult jokes in there, and I do have a, a very warped and funny sense of humor. But, um, yeah, it, not stuff for for younger kids. So I'd appreciate it if if you're 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 under eighteen and a kid, um, feel free to add me on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram or or go to Facebook dot com and look up up Retro Dolls US. Um, you can follow me on there or on Deviant Art, and I'd be more than happy to talk to you um, and be friends and, and answer any questions you have. But um, if if you're if you're a youngin, then then my Facebook page is not the one to add. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Well, I'm not a youngin, so I have you as as your yes, regular you do. Page. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if you're if you're not a minor, then yeah, you're okay to add me. Yeah, that's true. You do. You do have kind of an odd sense of humor sometimes. It's okay. <laughs> I have an odd sense of humor right back. So. <laughs> yeah, the, the language can get pretty saucy. So <laughs> you, you kind of, you know, I, I I shy away from adding any children. Yeah. You might She's learn something fu- that you shouldn't <laughs> learn. <laughs> Enchantress is a firecracker. <laughs> yes. And um Yeah, I guess um actually after after we're done, why don't you go to my little my little pony talk? and add a link to um, whatever page you want people to follow you on. Okay, I'll do that. Let me find you here. We should really do that with everyone. I'm not entirely sure how often we get around to updating our Facebook page. Here it is. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you some links. Had to find you first. Ah, I just love looking at some of these. I love your blind bag locket that you did. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I made that for Simply Stuffy. She yes, loves her lockets. I was going to say, did, did she hunt you down for that, or did you give it willingly? I gave it willingly. Um... Yeah, well, kind of both. <laughs> we we did we did a lot of trades when she was still customizing, and um, she she basically had a list of numerous ponies that I was supposed to make for her, <laughs> and a locket army was part of that. So in every generation and and everything, and I'm right, still well, I'm, I'm still lacking on that. <laughs> I am going to uh, do our goodbye because we're going to be losing our live audience here pretty soon. So hold on. This is Kim Monolith, 
and you have listened to Body Talk. See you next week. Bye bye. All right. Now keep in mind, once we, once the uh, live stream ends, you're still able to talk to me and me to you as long as we don't lose our connection. Right. Right. So, yeah. I um I remember that from when I've hosted, uh, co-hosted with you on here. And um, for my own show that I did where we interviewed customizers, which I haven't been keeping up with, but maybe someday I'll get back to, to doing it again. Yep. So well, are you still awesome. doing are you still doing the the po- ponies going through the pony list? The Sorry, it told me something um, that only I can hear. What, what was the question again? Are you still going through the the list of ponies, um, your regular show, or is this just like a a new show? Or oh yeah, um, we're still we're still reviewing pony products. Uh, right now, we're on the G3 um, Ponyville building set. Building playset. Oh, okay. So is this or, just something wait, you do like once a month, or? Oh wait, no, we're not. We're not on. Hold on. What did we do last week? Let me look this up real quick. Ponytopia. We've been using Ponytopia because we've reached that special stage where. Um. No, we're on G3 building playsets, but we're not on the. Um, Ponyville's yet. So, um, but yeah, we got through all the regular G3 ponies. Mm-hmm. It's just once a month, um, we have a week where Pandora has a meeting that she has to host for work. Mm-hmm. And so we use that week to do customizer interviews. Okay. And uh, we, we've gotten a lot of people who are excited about the customizer interviews. Um, That's awesome. Sometimes up for those, which is neat. Well, I know Josh's Pony Princess and um, Heather Wendling have mentioned that they would do it for you in the future if you needed them. Yes, I need to uh, find out from Pandora what what the weeks are in uh, April and May that we're going to be meeting. And in April, which is really exciting, and I'm hoping you'll be there for, is we're going to be having our 200th episode. Okay. Yeah. Give me. Let me know when it is, and I'll I'll pop on. Say hello to everybody. Yeah, I believe that's April fourteenth. April fourteenth. Ah, the so. day before my birthday. Yes. <laughs> well, I so yeah. I, I, fortuitous, really. <laughs> yes, it works out quite well. Oh. But yeah, we uh, we still are describing, you know, the the, the regular toys. 
um, generally for the regular shows, we spend a half an hour to an hour talking, um, you know, general pony talk. What was your pony week? What did you get? What did you see? Thoughts on, you know, what we've seen down the toy aisle. Uh, right. Last week, I think we had some pretty, I think we actually spent most of the show ranting about the Rainbow Rocks line. Uh, I don't know that line. Uh, Oh, it's the newest. It's the newest line, and basically, Hasbro has decided that a rainbow pony is one of the main six that has an extra streak of color and a bunch of tinsel in their hair, and a bunch of rainbow-colored squiggles painted all over their body, in addition to their regular cutie mark. Oh, those. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And I. Am trying to formulate a very strongly worded letter to Hasbro that involves diagrams of what is in this <laughs> rainbow. Because uh, as a parent, I worry that my child will see th- these things and be confused about what a rainbow is. <laughs> you know, it used to be straightforward. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. Maybe pink right. if they decided. And that's because that's how rainbows are. Mathematically, it can be no other way. And now they're trying to make rainbows yellow, orange, pink, green, blue, purple. And, or, you know, what in the G3 line, a rainbow is what? Pink? Pink, orange, green, and purple, or something. Yeah, that's messed up. Yeah. So, and I, I, I would was really actually excited at the idea that there was going to be a rainbow pony line, and I was thinking finally, Rainbow Dash won't be the only rainbow pony. But no, that's not what they meant. No. And they're still going to have those those weird geometric. Crystal Empire eyes that really were a big flop. Oh, yeah, I don't like those either. Well, it's like, if you're going to do a Crystal Empire line, commit to it. You, you know, clear, you know, clear-colored sparkle ponies with, you know, twinkle eyes. Commit to it. (laughs) I'd really love to see them do some different poses. I'm sick of just the one leg up and um, just the regular poses that they have. I'd well, like the to see... one leg up you, is so rare. Like, you only get it for very special, you know, sets that have... Right. Like... Yeah, I'd love to see different poses, but I think the problem that they got themselves into is that they did these ponies where the heads turned back and forth. Mm-hmm. And so, 
you know, in, in the G1 line, you had the shy pose, and it was because that was the direction the head was posed, and it was tilted down, and they looked kind of shy. And when you start making it so they can turn the head this way and that way, which is stupid if you're not going to have a double-sided cutie mark. Right. Because at that point, there's only one display side anyway. Uh, but it has to be kind of, you know, just back and forth. And so that limits, I think, the amount of poses you can do and have it still look natural. Right. And my sister pointed out something to me that I've never noticed. And uh, we're in ponies after dark now, so I can mention it. Okay. <laughs> um, but... Where they place the ponytail, pony's tail on the G4s, is not where a tail would grow from. <laughs> they placed it where the pony would excrete solid waste from. <laughs> yes. It's right in the middle of the back there. And my yeah, sister that's... wants to know why. I mean... If you're going to put a hole back there, why not put it at that upward, you know, 45 or, what is that, a, not 40, yeah, that 45 degree angle that it needs to be at. Good point. You know, I never thought about that. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I never... It didn't occur to me to think about it until my sister pointed it out. And my sister is, of course the person who is so much Captain Obvious that she is the person who would point that out that, like, it would just, like, it's so obvious that nobody thinks about. But once you know, you can't unknow it. Well, you know, and I, no, with my sense of humor, I probably would be one of the people that would point that out, but I never noticed that. So she got she's got one up on me. Yeah, she just got a Facebook recently, and so I've been having to deal with, you know, trying to explain to her what Facebook is for, <laughs> because she's confusing Facebook with t Twitter. She's like, isn't Facebook, you know, where you go, you tell people your opinions? I'm like, no, 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 that's Twitter. Twitter is where, where you throw your opinions at people, and you don't really expect much of a response back. <laughs> I Facebook never really is where you're to network with people. Yeah, I never really got into Twitter all that much. Not 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 a big twit. <laughs> I guess it's better than the other word I was thinking of, but <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Um, forgot what I was going to say. Um, crap. Ponies. We were talking about ponies and reposes. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see a sitting pony, like Bubbles. Yeah, I've been toying with the idea of making a sitting pony out of a G4 just to see if I could do it. 
because it's going to take more than just like cutting the legs and reposing to make it look natural. Yeah. Going to have to carve away some of like the thigh area and re-sculpt that so that it's at the right angle, you know. But I think it would be really neat. I would love to make bubbles and seashell in a sitting pose and send it to Hasbro and say, "Look, see, it's not <laughs> that difficult." If I can do it with some epoxy clay and an exacto knife. Well, Hannah Leeton um, made a sitting one, and it turned out really cute. And I'd really like to see a laying down pose. I don't know oh, why. I just like, I'd like to see them sleeping. You know, a cute little sleeping pony. I just think that would be adorable. And I'd like to see. I like them to like bring back. They're bringing back what flutter ponies. Um, breezies. Breezies. The, yeah, uh, breezies. They were the G3's answer to flutter ponies, I think, or summer wing ponies. They had like butterfly wings and little. Buggy antennas. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Breezy's. Um, I've never customized one. They're just, they look like bugs. You know, when I saw the pictures of them for the longest time, I was like, why would anybody like these? And then Summerblade sent me a Breezy. Summerblade sent me a breezy. It's the yellow one with the orange hair and a little daisy on it. And then I realized why people like them. Well, because um, what's because, because they're really, they're almost a transitional between G3.5s and G4s, they're not as, mm-hmm. they're more proportional looking in, in a weird way than the G3.5s were. And uh, they look, they look like they could belong in the G4 world. And they're actually smaller than G4 ponies. So Yes. A G4, let's see, I've got G4 Applejack sitting right here on my desk waiting for me to take her apart. And she is about the same size as Baby Quackers from the G1 line. And the Breezy, the top of the Breezy's head comes to Applejack's cheekbone. And the ears to about, you know, midway to her through her eyes. So mm-hmm. almost the size of probably a baby G four, maybe. I don't have a baby G four yet. They have a filly. Yeah. They so, have fillies, but 
that's probably as close to a baby as well, we've got nice. right now. Blank flake. I don't have a blank flake yet. <laughs> but yeah, they their eyes are very they they're more G at least the, the, the G three breezies have the G three eyes. Not the G four eyes. But you can almost see them being in the G4 universe. So I think my only problem that I have with the Breezy episode right now and the idea of Breezy's coming back isn't actually anything to do with Breezy. Someone on my Facebook posted a picture um, from, like, a couple of the background ponies in that episode. Mm Mm-hmm. They put Doctor Who's and Rose in that episode. Because, you know, there's that, that background pony that's, like, got the pink hair and the white body and the rose. Right. And uh, they did, And then there's uh, that brown boy pony that's always been in the background that has, you know, the hourglass on him. And right. And everyone was saying that that brown pony was Doctor Who. Right. Like, from and I guess one of the writers noticed all of the, the the fans screaming, ooh, Doctor Who's Doctor Who, and noticed that there was a pony with a rose for a cutie mark. And Doctor Who is supposed to be like the 10th Doctor, and the 10th Doctor, most people agree that the 10th Doctor's best companion was Rose. And so I guess Doctor Who's and Rose are going to be in the Breezy episode. And Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I'm hoping the episode will be a decent episode, but I'm beginning to wonder, you know... I'm bad. I have only seen, like, I don't know, maybe the first half of the first season, maybe? I don't even know if I've seen that many episodes. Oh, do you have Netflix? Yes, I do. Um, I have Netflix, and actually I haven't really seen all that many My Little Pony. I've seen the 80s movies, but none of the G3s or anything like that. Yeah, on Netflix you can you can they have Equestria Girls, they have the G4 episodes season one through season three, and they have uh, some of the G3 movies. Okay. Well, I'll have to look into that. Yeah, this is the G3 movies. Like maybe if you get time, they're not that great, but. At least you can catch up on seasons one through three of Friendship is Magic. It's got Q, John Delancey. That's always <laughs> yes. I I know who I know who Q is. I I've watched um, Star Trek Generations. That's what he's in, right? <laughs> well, Star Trek Next Generation. Although I have Next Generation, Trek Gen- yeah. 
was the Next Generation movie. Right, right. My husband was... Are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. No, I'm... I love Star Trek, but I, I, I have to admit that I refer to to Star Trek movies as that Star Trek movie. You know, the one where the Next Generation cast found Captain Kirk? <laughs> Star Trek, I, you know, the new one. I'm more of a, a Star Wars kind of chick. I... Dislike Star Wars. Like I grew up with Star Wars. I've watched it a billion times. But there was just something about what's his name, Mark Hamill. Yeah. That I never liked. So really, my interest in, have... in Star Wars is relegated to. Ooh, look, Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it's weird because like I had the biggest crush on Mark Hamill as a kid. And I, I don't know why, because, like, as an adult, I'm not generally drawn to white-haired guys. I like black hair or brown hair. So I don't know. But, yeah, I had the biggest crush on him, and um, I guess it really depends on the person. But I had the biggest crush on him and Bo Duke from the Dukes of Hazzard. Um, he was also in Smallville. Uh, John... Crap, what's his last name? Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I, I met him in person. Him. He's super nice. Um, oh, awesome. John something. Yeah. He's Clark Kent's dad in Smallville. Yes, he's also in Super Shark. Yes. And we watch, uh, we watch a lot of sci-fi monster movies involving sharks in this house. <laughs> Super Shark was by far one of the best. So yeah, but getting back to the breezies, I think the only breezy that I've ever liked is a custom that Simply Steffi made for me, and that's the only one I've ever liked. Yeah, I I would love to get the breezies. The breezies I felt got kind of got kind of a raw deal because they were given the, like the names of the breezies did not match their cutie marks or their color scheme. Like they're like Hasbro was like, hey, we're gonna make some really cute ponies. Let's name them after flowers. Okay, and then they realized that they made them too small paint flowers on them. So, like, 90% of the breezies have some sort of generic daisy-looking flower. But they'll be named, like, honeysuckle or, you know. But that's not what they have. (laughs) And I I think it's kind of sad because, like, when Ponyville came out, the ponyvilles were way smaller than the breezies, and they got decent cutie marks. I'm like, I, I just don't understand why they shortchanged the breezies the way they did. Yeah. 
Okay. It would be nice if Hasbro actually listened, you know, to the radio and like took some advice. Yeah. It's uh there's so much potential with the current line that I'm really hoping to like I'm hoping that they get a clue and they make a big Macintosh in a brushable size. That they make more boy ponies. There's tons of boy ponies in the show. They're all over the place. They've been there since the beginning. I know, they have, and the, not, they don't have the design. And the core mm-hmm. audience is basically boys, men. You would think they would well, have more, more. I don't know. More, well, and, more boy ponies. Well, yeah, and and the, when they made the Shining Armor Princess Cadence set, and it was a, it was, you know, there's a boy unicorn. I'm like, oh my gosh, finally! And that was the only one they made, and they they re-released Shining <coughs> Armor and like a different set, but you know, there's no Prince Blue Blood. There's no Big Mac. There's no. There's not even, you know, a Doctor Who in a brushable size. You know? And look at all the boy yeah. ponies they put in the bags. There's Royal Rip and all sorts of boy ponies, and you could easily make in the brushable size. And yet they never have. And then when they made Pinkie Pie's Boutique, that was a really awesome direction to go, and they made the two sparkle ponies, and I have both of them, with mm-hmm. Kiria and Pinkie. Yeah, I and have Pinkie, but she's going to be a custom here pretty soon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, and that was, a no- they should have expanded on that, you know, sparkle ponies, give us our sparkle ponies. And and they didn't. They 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 did with Siri and Pinky, and that's it. To be, and to the best of my knowledge, they have no plans on doing any other ponies like that. That should have been the Crystal Empire line. You know, with Sparkle Ponies. That they were sparkly right. and clear in the episode. They were sparkly and clear. And it just, I appreciate that we're in a tough economy. But if you're going to make, if you're going to make a mold of something, shouldn't you get the most out of it? Yeah, exactly. If you're going to get the materials to make clear sparkle ponies, why not make a ton? If you're going to make boy ponies, at least a ton of boy unicorns. Come on. You have the mold. You have the mold already. It's there. You have it. It's yours. It's, it not makes going. sense. I would be happy to take it off their hands. Send it to me. I will make boy unicorns. <laughs> but... um. 
Yeah, it's just I'm hoping that more and more people that aren't just cronies will will go to will will go to these fairs and comic cons and stuff and say we want more sparkle ponies. We want boy ponies. Give us our boy ponies and we're not talking wine bags. We want brushable boy ponies. You've given us one. Big Macintosh was the really the first boy. He was in episode one. Episode one. And still no Big Mac. <laughs> I think I think there's so much potential in the G4 toy line that they're not tapping into. And I think it's a mistake to just keep doing the main six over and over and over again and going, but look, we added some streaks. But look, this one has glitter on its horn. No offense, Hasbro, but I can buy one of the first wave unicorns and put glitter on its horn. <laughs> so, I don't know. But yeah, that's 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 what most of the the shows we do are is you know talking about uh, Hasbro through the generation. I'm sure we'll be on uh, G4 soon enough. You'll get there. But yeah, if if Hasbro wants me to uh, get my daughter some of their products, they're going to have to step up their game. Because if I can make better stuff for her than they can... She's going to get my stuff. (laughs) I will not have my daughter thinking a rainbow is three colors, and all of them are like it's red, green, and purple. And it's not a rainbow. It's not even a primary. So yeah. Um. What time is it? Well, we it have, is ten twenty-nine. All right. So we should probably leave leave it at that for now, because I can't remember how much ponies after dark we have, but I know we've done like half an hour of ponies after dark. Okay. Well, thank you. Oh, thank you for being on the show. It has been awesome. Yes, I had a good and, time. Yes, and hopefully we will see you the day before your birthday for the 200th episode. I will be there with bells on. Woo! Oh. <laughs> So, yes, thank you for having me on. Thank you for, for for giving your time and staying up late to be on the show, and I look forward to seeing all the wonderful ponies you'll create. Well, thank you very much. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think it's time for bed. No, no. 
You just mentioned it was like 10.30 where you are, so it yes. seems reasonable time, so. All right, well, thank you very much, and pony night-night. <laughs> pony night-night. <laughs> I'm going to hang up now. <laughs> okay, pony night-night. <laughs> All right, bye. All right, for all you downloading, the end, the real coding at night. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.